So, in case we got cut off, this is episode 184. As always, Adam to the left of me. Tonight on the show, we have someone or some buddies from the uh, strip club down, or the gentleman's club, I think they prefer to call it, down in uh, the fine state of Rhode Island. Uh, Silhouettes will be joining us shortly, hopefully, uh, within the next um, 15 to 20 minutes or so. But we were just going off about how fucking hot it is. Now, you did, I, I can't remember. Did you say you have an AC in your room? No, not in this room. It's in the living room. Um, but it no, doesn't like, really reach out here. In your bedroom, like where the, where no. the magic happens. No, because by then, by the time I go to bed, it's cool enough to just put the window open. Yeah. You know? But like, nah, it's just in the living room. That's where I spend most of my time. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. The room you use the most. We're, we're thinking about getting the central air in the house, but uh, you know that costs money. And you know what? You can't find contracts these days. Uh, building materials are, are sky high. And the last thing you want to do is get air conditioning installed in the uh, summer because um, so does everyone else. So, yeah, exactly. You know. And even if you go to get one of a, a wall unit or a window unit, those are usually sold out too because mm-hmm. everyone runs out to buy one. Yeah, exactly. You pay for it while it, when those windows you're going to use about what ten times, maybe. Yeah. See the AC in Henry's room, we get our money's worth because the heat doesn't really hit his room, so we use it as a heater and an AC because it's one of those holes, ho- the hoses that go out the window. Okay. So we get our money's worth of that one. That was like a five hundred dollar unit, um, because the second floor just doesn't get very good heat up here for some reason. But uh, like the window unit downstairs, we use it for probably like two months. And it, we really just got off of the back room because the dogs used to hang out in there. But now the dogs just hang out in the house. They don't hang out there anymore. So it's kind of useless at this point. So we're going to put that in the spare bedroom. But um, yeah, we're definitely going to get some central air in this house. But How fun. much does that even cost? I don't know. If, if, if it cost uh, Ross 10 grand, it probably cost about the same for me. That's a lot of money. I mean, it's fucking... You figure how much is one of those split units? Five hundred dollars, right? So, it's good for twenty-five years. You know, before you have to do any maintenance or anything on it, and it's more efficient with the heat and the air conditioning. So, in theory, it makes sense. But this does the average. Average is five thousand six hundred to seventy-four hundred. That's what it says. Uh, well, I, I was going by with Ross's square footage of the house, and, yeah. and about how much work he has to have done. And I have to approximately have the same amount plus a little bit more because there's got to be his system is already existing and they kind of tweaked it. My system pretty much has to be like a full fucking gut. So I don't know how I did this when I was a kid. We didn't have air conditioning in my house when I was a kid. We just had fans everywhere. How the fuck did I deal with this? My parents had these two air conditioners. They only have one now, but remember those big ass window units that like, were Oh like, yeah. You were telling me. Yeah. yeah. 25,000 BTUs like these two units one was in the kitchen that we in the one was in the living room those two units by themselves could keep the entire house first floor that's all we had was a ranch at like 72 degrees all summer long no matter how hot it was outside and the one in the, the living room finally died a couple of years ago but we still have the one in the kitchen and that one by itself can keep the kitchen and living room at like 70 degrees all fucking day and it's it's 30 years old the air conditioner is 30 years old and it still works like it was brand new you can you can really fuck up buying an air conditioner too because like I don't understand really how it works. Somebody tried to explain it to me, but like the amount of BTUs might not be able to suck in enough air, and you might not get. It's not like you could just buy any AC unit and get. No, cold you, air. Have to, you have to know how much how your square footage, and then uh, what I roughly do is I have a I used to do this for a living and I calculated ACs, but there's a formula to use for the square footage. And that calculates your BTUs of how much you approximately need for the room. But you also have to take in consideration insulation. This is really boring for people. Insulation of your ceiling on your walls and also the height of your ceiling. Because, of course, if you have a, you know, a 500 square foot room, but your ceiling is like 15 feet high, the BTU, there's more cubic air to be cooled, if you will. You know? So, yeah, you just can't go to the store. You have to have some kind of knowledge. If you just go to the store and buy any old air conditioner, and you either you're shooting in the dock if it's gonna kill you, kill your room or not. You know what I mean? It, or it's just gonna overwork itself. And it's not gonna be efficient. And it's gonna charge a lot of electricity. It's true. But um, the Bruins are already losing one nothing, and we're half we're a little more than halfway through the first period. So this is I think this is done for them tonight. The Celtics are already done. I think the Bruins are on the way to be done. Um, I think this is gonna keep on the lasting um, evanescence of uh, Boston sports that the Patriots and the Red Sox are the best teams in town. And both teams will be winning their um, Super Bowls and World Series this year. Just so you know. I, I think a certain friend of ours at the Celtics, uh, Celtics, if the Bruins lose today, will have uh, will probably be all over Twitter angry. Yes, he will be. <laughs> and a certain person we work with in the back 
um, will probably be very angry as well. The mouth like, on him is like... <laughs> the, oh, the God. It's like a fucking truck driver. On that kid? Jesus Christ. Can't wait to go to his graduation party. It's going to be fun. Right yeah. Now. You know what they say. The girl... I get older, but the girls stay the same age. Oh, giggity, giggity. Oof. I went out to watch the dog today, and I went on my deck, and there was a dead mouse on the deck, um, flat as a pancake. I suspect a bird grabbed them and dropped them because this thing looked like it was just pancake down. Like It wasn't like flat, flat, but it, it definitely had some uh, um, visual uh, trauma to the poor little guy so could have been a cat too a cat could have snatched it tried to dine on it somewhere and left it there yeah we have a black cat that uh a stray that runs in my backyard he comes by once a day we call them Salem the cat and uh he's kind of a mouse patrol because we got all that field behind us so that, i mean mm. field mice thrive out there but uh Salem the cat will uh do his best to protect the uh property and i think maybe he was bringing because cats bring it as a reward like they want to, sh- like this is what I got for you. You know what I mean? They want to show it, show off with every reward. So yeah, that yeah. that perhaps could have been it, but it wasn't like at a door. It was kind of like randomly on my side deck. So Sue had taken the do- took the dogs out one day, and a mouse fell from the sky. Oh, I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah, we get these giant ass fucking birds that like live in the bird sanctuary behind us. Um, that just scoop these little fuckers up, and I think that's a way they kill them too. They drop them from the ground so they die, and then they eat them. I think that's another. Perhaps I know, they, I know they do that with turtles. Birds do have turtles. They'll drop them from the sky to crack uh-huh. the shell. Yeah, it's fucking horrific. Yeah. Does this thing, you know? I didn't even see if we we're even on Facebook right now. I know my computer over here says we are, but are we really? Because you know, Facebook is. I think I, I feel like we're being censored by Facebook. Are we? Because we're so edgy. You know, we say things that only uh, people dream about. But, you know, also the internet in this fucking house is absolute garbage. Right before we started the show again, of course, right, it seems like every time at 7 o'clock, the fucking thing goes out. And, uh, let's see, I see it. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're, we're good. We're right on path. Yeah, every time, it seems like every time we start the show um, at like 7 o'clock, it goes out and uh, we're dead in the water. I don't understand why. I mean, it could be, could it be a conspiracy? I know you don't believe in conspiracies. And I know we're so low on the radar. No one really cares about us. But actually, it's funny. Are you uh, familiar with uh, Stephen Crowder at all, the comedian? Um, sounds familiar. If I, me, I can look him up. I'll tell yeah. You. Uh, so he has the number one most viewed live stream on YouTube. Like he's been going on for years. Like he gets like lots and lots of views when he does his live stream. So he does this okay. show. Yep. Um, you know, every day for like an hour and a half. And then he goes behind a paywall for like another hour. So YouTube has basically been first strike. They demonetized them. The second strike, they suspended them <laughs> for a couple months. And so they're very, very particular on the things that like, you know, they're, be, they're pretty much being pricks if they don't, because it doesn't really go off their agenda. You know, you, you, all these social media platforms and stuff like that. Um, so it, today I was watching the show streaming live and then he started talking about the president and all of a sudden, the YouTube connection in his studio went off and everything went blank for like 10 minutes and then it kicked back on. So I'm sure there's people listening to his show and they were like, yep, we're going to put the mute on that and do a little craziness with the connection. But um, I don't know. You never know. I wonder if uh, their files would be a little more uh, better than the fucking Comcast. I don't Is know. it available in your area? They just, they just did a massive upgrade. So they, I don't know. They, uh, they're running into my street right now because I could see the uh, telephone poles. They have the big spools and they're putting them down. Yeah. Um, so whether it's connected online or not, I do not know. I've had it one. Oh, the Bruins just tied. Nice. One to one. I just uh, I had it in one of my old apartments and I didn't like the only fact I didn't like about it was uh, I was paying like a little bit less, but I lost like 10 channels that I was getting with Comcast. But like. I really don't fucking give a shit about the channel shit anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm really getting like done with the whole fucking like I, I, $181 a month. What am I doing? What am I getting? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you have the right idea, but then like you start talking about all these pay apps, right? And they start fucking adding up. And before you know it, you might as well just have the Comcast that has it all in one. Yeah. I mean, but I, I do pirate a lot of, I mean, I pay like, I just pay for my internet and I have like antenna. I pay like 50 bucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> paid 50 bucks for everything. How did you yeah. get away a $50 um, cable? Sorry, 60 No, I don't have cable. No, I have, like, uh, for internet. How? Because every time I call Comcast, the cheapest they could do for me is $87 a month. I, get less, I know mine is less than that. I know it's no more than 70 I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's, it's, I want to say it's between 60 and 70 I'll look next time. I yeah, I'm, I'm curious because I'd like to use you, not you, in, but the, the number you have as an example saying that I know someone who's getting this type of thing. Cause the I'm, thing I, is, though, you, you would require probably because you have a house and more shit, your speed was, is probably more demanding. Could be, but I'm, I'm probably using the same amount of bandwidth as you. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe a splash more just because I have like the cameras and the uh, thermostat on Wi-Fi and stuff, but I don't know. Who knows? But it's hot as balls. This hot coffee is actually working. I'm actually working up a little bit of a sweat right now, and I'm actually um, trying to – I'm cooling off a little bit. I'm pretty soon going to sweat through my uh, Connecticut Tigers, a defunct baseball team in Connecticut, by the way. RIP, COVID took them out. Um, uh, yeah, so there you go. But, um, oh, I got I got a question. I'm reading this fucked up news story. Um, do you find this more like touching and sad or disturbingly fucked up? Let me ask you. All right. So this man decided to take his dog for a walk. But the thing is, his dog was already dead. He wanted to take his dog for a walk one last time before he threw him away. Okay. He was arrested for animal cruelty. Was he dragging the dog? That's what I'm... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, that seems fucked up. I mean, if I okay, I get the whole, the whole thing, right? It was carrying him, oh, by the neck. <laughs> but he was already dead. Uh, yeah, I get that. I also get the optics of it not being very nice as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking perhaps maybe if I could offer him a suggestion, uh, maybe get a wagon or maybe a baby carriage to put the little guy in, and then you know. Do do the whole parade across the yard, you know what, he, what his route is. I get it. That's a I, you know I know. I mean you you've experienced probably dead dogs before when you were growing up, right? I did. Um, yeah. Actually, I just read a little further down, and it gets a little more fucked up. So yeah. when police and representatives from Animal Care Services spoke to him, he claimed that his dog had died from depression. And yeah. according to an affidavit obtained by the station, however, the results of a Necropsy completed the following month. Suggested the animal actually died from asphyxiation from strangulation. So, he, this guy looks fucked up. He's got his eyes are just like not cool. So, yeah, I'm gonna go I take back um, everything I just. Yeah, said. I'm gonna go and say uh, he probably killed it and had a little bit of guilt and wanted to maybe as a way to to maybe make himself feel a little bit innocent to take the dog out, but in his fucked up way, he didn't really logically think it out and just looked like he was killing the dog further. I don't know. It sounds fucked up to me. No, I don't think person, no person in their right mind would do something like that, I don't think. No. A lot I'm, of looking at another, I'm, look, I'm looking at another guy right now that looks like a real winner. He's got a tattoo of the state of Florida right here on his forehead, right. and he nice called 911 because he needed a ride home. Oh, okay. Did they arrest him or did they drive him home? Yeah. Yeah. What would they arrest you for, though? Like, can they arrest Abuse you? Abuse of the nine one one system. Is that what? Is that what it is? Yeah. It's something that, like that. Yeah. That yeah. thing. Yeah. I guess so. I guess I mean, you're he's released on three hundred bond. It's not like he's there. He's gonna get like a sentence or anything. But yeah. Yeah. I guess that's an efficient way to get home. You know, like they say, a lot of homeless people try to get arrested in the wintertime, so they're nice and warm. I don't know. Okay, that's a that's an interesting uh up world we live in. Did you see that El Salvador uh, has accepted now BitCurrency as, as uh, officially as its, fir its first country now to accept uh, Bitcoin as currency? Really? Yes. Well, I mean, that makes sense considering the El Salvadoran dollar is so garbage. I know someone went <laughs> right? down. Like went down. Yeah, I mean, they... Who, who the hell was I? I was watching something or else. I can't remember what it was. But... A person had gone down to El Salvador for like the three or four months when shit was getting bad over the uh, the winter time, just to hang out and uh, live on there. And they said that he paid everything in American dollars because the conversion would be like one American dollar is like ten thousand fucking Guatemalan dollars. So people just accept American currency because it's worth more. So he'll pay like you know, say like a coffee was like you know two dollars, right? He'd pay two American dollars because it's it's worth more to them a two American dollars than the cost of the pesos or whatever it would cost them to, you know what I mean? But still cheaper, yeah. but it makes sense because, but how does, a, I understand the government accepts it, 
or the country accepts it, but how, how does it work? I know. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Because in theory, all money is supposed to have, which we both don't, (laughs) has uh, some kind of like representation. So like every dollar bill printed has a bar of gold that represents it. Right. But we all both know that's fucking gone off the wind that that hasn't happened. Um, since like 1972 was the last time a dollar bill actually equaled or was bounded on, which is kind of scary too, because basically, and I mean, you talk about how like Bitcoin's unstable and stuff. And like, obviously today I was down $500. Now I'm up $20. So, and you look at the fluctuation of the the bar, it's ridiculous. But aren't you afraid that the American American dollar could do the same? I'm not. not You You don't think it would collapse? The currency would collapse ever? No, I think, I think it could get, damaged but i just feel like there's probably placeholders to allow that from hitting a certain point plus so many countries are so tied to our dollar they might find eventually though i know russia right now is breaking away from the u.s dollar that's what could cause that but as of right now it just it can't happen because there's so many countries that look to the u.s dollar as a as a guide still you know yeah no that's true because you figure you figure it like it's it's a valuable currency i mean how many Third world countries will accept the American dollar for you know buying stuff, I guess. Oh, yeah. And it was like I didn't really in Europe. No, I was. It was tough to use the American dollar in Europe when I was there. At least that was like twelve years ago. Um, yeah. They really pressed on using the euro um, because it was worthless. You know what I mean? Like, but in Canada, a lot of places will still take the American dollar. Um, yeah, most places Mex- still do. Mexico and the islands for sure. You know, Africa I, and, does. yeah. But that's only because their their currency is worth less. I guess. I guess. I guess when the currency. So is, is it ever possible for the Chinese currency to be worth more than us? Perhaps somewhere down the line. Is that I don't know. Mean? I think the euro right now might be worth more than the U.S. dollar. Actually, it usually it is. is. It was when I was there. It, the euro was always worth more than, from what I remember, it was always. I remember cashing in two hundred American dollars, only getting like one hundred and seventy-five euros. And I was like, "What the fuck?" But uh, when I was I in. Still- I remember going to Canada as a kid and it was almost like a one to two ratio. Like for every like dollar, you got like $2. This was like in 2002-ish. Yeah, actually the US dollar is better than the euro right now. One euro is, uh, actually no, the euro is better, my bad. One euro is 1.22 US dollars. That's so, actually really, really low because it yeah, was almost low. like one five or something, I want to say when I was there. I think so, yeah. But, that also the euro is also a representation of all the countries there, right? So if one country has a bad economy or is hurting the economy, that's why like the Greek when they went to Euro, the value of a lot of countries the currency went down. Like Germany's currency, the dollar that the franc they were using, I guess you could say, the value of it significantly went down because they were merging it with like Greece whose whose currency was like garbage at that point, you know? Yeah. That's what's scary, like when they talk about the America. The American, the, the, the Americo, is that the dollar they want to do with Canada, America, and Mexico? And it's like, a, it's supposed to be like a North American currency, which I think was something that was big and talked about like in the 80s and 90s. But like in reality, it's kind of a garbage idea at this point with digital currency, you know? But I mean, it's all, t- I'm not worried about that. Or the, especially, I'm definitely not worried about the stock market. I mean, it's going to go down. This, everything happens in cycles. A crash yeah. is going to happen at some point. Um, but like, that's just part of the cycle. That's what happens. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right now, everything is amazing. The stock market over the last like three weeks has been insane, and that means it's going to be a correction, and things are going to fall yeah. eventually, and it's just what happens. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can't fucking predict it. If you predict it, you'd be a millionaire. You know, exactly. be like, hey, this guy knows everything. Let me get him. But I mean, it simply said, I mean, what goes up does come down. You just don't know when. You know. Yeah, it won't go down too crazy. It'll never crash, I don't think, like it did like in the twenties. I mean, no, I, no. I think there's too many checks and balances. And I think that was proven with the uh, whole, um, the uh, GameStop. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, the GameStop thing, for example, too, like how like they had like the the emergency shutoff, so they wouldn't allow people to buy it anymore because the value was going too high. You know what I mean? You could sure, still. That sell wasn't it. really a crash, though. That was. Uh... No, but it's it's an abnormal anomaly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. I think that's like an example because that abnormally could happen anyway. Like all of a sudden one day, like people just start selling, 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 but there's got to be some kind of checks and balance to prevent it from completely crashing. You would think, um, hopefully, otherwise you, you get Wall Street guys jumping out of skyscrapers again. That's just fucking crazy. It is like, well, you could be like, like you could be like the um, Murdoff 
and you know almost bankrupt an entire baseball team like the New, New York Mets. Dude, that guy was like, it's amazing a guy like that. Well, I mean, he's kind of almost no different. Well, the the one coin. I remember telling you about one coin. Yeah, yeah. So talk about a little bit of one coin. I'm very interested. I, I looked a little bit up. If I was reading a little bit of it as well for the show because I wanted to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so like, it's kind of why the reason why I think a lot of ways cryptocurrency gets a bad rep, and it was because it, in, in 2014, all of a sudden, this uh, this doctor who, who has like credentials that like from really good schools, we're not talking about like some crumb bum who just, hey, I'm going to invent a cryptocurrency and like yeah. try to sell people. I know this was a person, this Dr. Rajachik, who she created this, she, come, she comes out in like this press conference. I remember, I've seen the video and like she comes out starts talking about this one coin it's the new bitcoin killer and you should invest in it and like she's very charismatic she has like all this data you know graphs always look good and stuff like that and uh people bought into it and it turned out it was a giant fucking ponzi scheme and there were warning signs but nobody listened everyone was investing investing in one coin and one coin to be the new yeah. bitcoin killer and then all of a sudden in 2016 the writing started to be on the wall that things were going to come crashing down as they were under investigation. She just disappears right before um, a press conference that she was supposed to have on a stage, like a, you know, a prep rally. And she just disappears. Her brother takes over. He eventually goes to jail. Um, but she has never been seen again since 2016. No idea where she is. So was the brother knowing that there was a, was a problem? Or oh, you think he was like blindsided? Because no, like, why would you... no, no, I don't think so. He, what is he? What is he in jail why would you step into uh, something if you knew it was like you were going to be liable? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess to protect your sister, but like at what at what cost? You know? Or maybe he killed her. Who knows? Were they able to track any of the money back that anyone got? That's a good. Qu- There's so much that's tight lived about this. Like it's a, it was a four billion dollar Ponzi scheme. I think because there's still investigation going on in this. This is going to go on for like this happened in 2016. It all came crashing down, but it's still going on to this day. This investigation. Let me grab some ice here. The, I, I want to give you an example right here. This was full of ice when the show started uh, 20 minutes ago, and I don't know if you could see it, but a third of the oh, ice. Shit, yeah, you got like a. It's yeah, already yeah. melted. So that gives you, if that's any constellation of how hot it is in this room, ice is literally melting in front of your eyes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I text right. the, uh, the gentleman's club to see if they'll be joining us. So, uh, still wait and find out. Um, perhaps they're like that uh, comedian that joined us a few uh, months ago who just had the East Coast, West Coast time off. But as a, from what I understand, Providence is in the same area, uh, yeah, time zone as us, is it not? Unless Rose, Rhode Island has that weird uh, half hour difference that we just don't know about. It doesn't. It's, all, it's the same. It's East Coast. I know. I was making it funny. Oof. Ooh. Yeah. Right over there? This is great. Can you, can you hear me? I, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Loud yes. and clear. So that's a fucked up Ponzi scheme. Uh, that, 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 but. On it, one of the biggest ever in history was actually this, uh, I think it was a British sailor. It was like a long ass time ago. And this is when you could get away with something like this before, obviously way before the internet. We're talking like planes didn't even exist yet. I'm not even quite sure in the year, but he sailed back from basically the islands, like past like Hawaii, like down there, back to the Britain, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I just discovered this, this amazing country, right? You can buy land there. Give me money. And I'll sell you a plot of land. He even created fake currency. But the thing is, this country didn't exist. He completely <laughs> made up a country, right? And he, cre- he created currency and a flag and, like, all this shit. And it's like, you can buy property there, right? And, like, he Crazy. sold these people, like, fake property that wasn't real. So, like, for this island that didn't exist. I mean, that's the whole reason deeds exist is because back in the day, um, you yeah. would just claim land and say it was yours, but there was no reason someone else couldn't come and claim said land and say it was theirs. So the, and then there was an argument, who would you go to the court? And they'd be like, well, I was here first. No, I was here first. So like the whole creation of deeds like in the 1800s was basically to pretty much be like, all right, this is your land. This is what you own. This is the, the, the dimensions. This is, you know what I mean? Because yeah, of yeah. situations like this. It's kind you gotta of find the name of the country. He even made a fucking flag. That's awesome. Now that that is a real um, skill right there. And how are you supposed <laughs> to get to this country? 
It's funny that he was selling a country that he had no, that people had no knowledge about. It wasn't like there was a camera where you could show him pictures of it. Yeah, you know, it wasn't even an airplane. It was he had to go by ship and shit. Yeah. And did the guy even go on a ship? Did he just go like to the bar down the street and was like, I just came back from a journey. 15 yeah, months. Right. Possible. Buy in now, you know? Yeah. It's crazy shit. People try to sell you the Brooklyn Bridge, you know? There's a bridge for sale in Brooklyn. And all the kids are talking about it. In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. I, I think I talked about this in the beginning of the show, but I think it got cut off. I haven't drank in nine days. Had nine, nine days. Nine days. Yeah. And if I haven't sweated out all the alcohol that was in my system prior to this, I am doing it right now. So there you go. I'll be nice and cleansed. Today's a test. But you said at uh, the bar it went pretty well, right? Not drinking. It was difficult, the bar? I just, I just avoid the bar at all, at all situations because and that's that's the case I can't can't drink yeah. so they, you work at one so i mean it's yeah, like i can't drink while i work i can't but after <laughs> or before or whatever like they would be you know i couldn't do yeah. i could if i wanted to you know but i just choose not to so true you true. know that uh it makes little things a little bit easier and then the fact that i can't really stay after the bar anymore because we close right at closing time it's, it's least of a, a temptation to fight to sit there and drink after the fact um but like it wasn't so bad i thought maybe going to a restaurant would be a problem but no i just get a soda water with some lemon juice you know that'll fill your stomach up i feel fine so you brought something to my attention last week i wanted to i wanted to talk uh, kind of talk about i forget the term that you said it was but you said now it is bad to have a preference for the kind of people fetishize like it's called fetishize Fetish, fetish sizing. That's called fetish sizing. Okay. So I came across this. I was watching a YouTube video on something. I don't know what it was. And Bumble, the dating app, had paid for advertisement to pop up during this program. And it was like a two and a half minute commercial. So I was like, this is odd. I'm going to check it out. And it says, and it had like an Asian lady. It had like a black dude. And it had like a transgender person. And they were talking about how they don't like when guys or girls swipe right to them basically because of what their either nationality or skin color or sex is, which I found very bizarre because as you and I had stated, it wouldn't just be a preference. Like I prefer Asian women or I prefer black men, right? <laughs> Separate that one right there. I prefer black men. <laughs> this is a sound bit for you guys for later. Um, but I, to me, that feels like just a preference, you know, something you prefer. I don't know how that's, Fetish sizing. Yeah, I just came across a message board and people bitching about all this, actually talking. And so this is what somebody says. Okay, so a fetish, though, fetishizing, is the context means you have some idealized concept or mental thought constructed that paints a certain race with broad strokes. It could be argued that you are more in love with the mental thought construct itself than the actual living, breathing human being. A preference is the context is a more general term for literally what turns you on. It can be a racially fetishized preference or a non-racially fetishized preference. For example, I love girls who have big ass, big tits, and a pretty face, who yep. are somewhat in tune with Asian culture. If you are an XF that meets these criteria, let's hook up. This criteria for me transcends race. The, there are whites, blacks, Latins, Asians who perfect. I, this doesn't make any fucking sense. No, I think it's a bullshit <laughs> thing. It's a made-up thing, to be honest with you. I don't it's buy bullshit. It. I don't buy it. It's a preference. If you like, if you prefer, like I prefer all women, you know, or you, maybe you prefer all guys, it, but it, any shape, size, or color. But, like, if you have a preference, like, like you know, I, you know I, just, I like to date blonde women or brunette women, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not having a fetish about blondes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the weirdest thing. They almost make it sound like, like, like when you go, oh, you know, you're talking to a girl, I'm like, oh, what are you, Asian? I'm like, oh, I really like Asian women. No, you're fetishizing. Well, how do you know you don't like Asian women because of maybe, you know, you like their typical body stature or their, or, or their culture, perhaps? Yes. You like, you're really yeah. into Asian culture. You like, the, you like their morals and their, uh, maybe their um, understanding on life, their perspective on things. And this is a general, general, you know, statement because not all Asians are alike, not all people are alike, but perhaps, 
you know, it's a general generalization that the majority of this particular race or this particular culture does these particular things that you prefer and you like. Yeah. So how is how am I a villain if this is what I like? You know, yeah, I, mean? I don't I don't find that offensive it, at all. It's no difference. So liking an Asian or a black person preference is no difference than liking a girl with a big ass. I agree. Because there's some guys that just date girls with big asses. And that's yeah. the thing. So in a big ass is, I guess, in a sense, a fetish. So are you fetishizing because you like the big ass? Yeah, I feel no, like I it's just it's the racial thing. But then it really threw me off with the, the transgender that was on there talking about it. And to me, that even blew my mind even more because that's basically like saying that you like men or women. And because I like women, I'm fetishizing about women. Because if you like a transgender person, then you obviously have a preference for that. Now you're taking it to another level and really complicating the whole, I like someone... I like girls to have these features, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically I did the girl on the on the um, there was a the black uh, woman on the commercial too, and she was like, I just get offended when white guys date me just because so they don't seem racist. That blew my mind because I don't know anyone, and maybe they're out there. I'm gonna it's not gonna say it that doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, there's always but, some kind of weirdo out there but, like that, but. Ooh does that like i mean that's a lot of effort to go out there and date a particular race or someone and it works both ways too it could be a, a black woman dating a white guy uh because she doesn't want to seem racist i mean that seems like yeah. a lot of effort i mean that sounds like this like psychological mental issues that yeah. now are um piling up on us right that's i mean true it's true a, it is a great bonus though like if you are dating someone from another race and you can say all the jokes you want but you don't do it for that primary reason no. <laughs> i mean maybe some people do but i don't i've never encountered someone that was honest enough to tell me that was the case yeah that's just bizarre to me imagine if someone said to you you just love me because i'm black <laughs> i'd be like what <laughs> what it used to be you just don't like me because I'm black. Now it's you don't you love me because I'm black. What the fuck? We're, we can't win. Yeah, I mean that's like dating. That's like I only like blonde girls. You know, I only like brunette girls. You know, so am I being discriminative towards blonde girls? You know, just because. I don't know. Of, but I can see that. But but I don't understand why guys don't turn that to them. So basically, like you could say, like oh, you know. You know, a girl likes a guy, and a girl, the guy goes, ah, you know, I just, I prefer dating blondes because that's a preference I have. And then the girl calls out um, you being a discriminative racist person because they're brunette, and you only date blondes. It could, you could really open a Pandora's box of this. You can, but you know what the bigger problem is too? People will actually now start apologizing for this as oh. if it is wrong, and that's what enables these people to go even further and even further. And when does it stop? You know. It just seems to me that I see like the, the I haven't been on the uh, Dayton uh, apps in quite some time, but it's is 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 it is an example of Bumble trying to be woke? Is I don't this, know. It might be. I don't know. I have no idea. We all know that Tinder is the old hookup app, right? That's the one everyone used to go to the, for a quick bang, and you meet someone real quick. And you know, some people are using it for meaningful relationships, but for the most part, it's the quick because you each party can both select a person, both sides. And so and so, and but Bumble was what? It's the exclusive only. You can like a girl, but you can only start talking to her if she likes you. Is that how it works? Dude, I don't know, but you know who we could use for this? Noel. We could use. He's he's almost eighteen. We could get him on this thing. He might be like, but my girlfriend. But fuck, yeah. we could keep. We could use. Yeah, it would be nice to use someone as an example to figure this. He can be our experiment to go on a dating app. So I, I guess you could say that uh, you could feel more comfortable if you're woke to use Bumble. Uh, because it's ladies' choice, which I also feel might be discriminative. Because what happens? How can it be guys' choice? You know what I mean? Why can't I start talking? Why is, why can't the guy go first? Why do I have to wait for the girl to go first? That to or, me seems like it's very old-fashioned and very very discriminative. And I, I could I can make a statement right now and make that the case. You know, as could you? It's ruining comedy. It's ruining comedy too. Like it's it's ruined movies. It's ruining yeah. comedy. When was the last time there was a really good kind of raunchy comedy? It's been like when. Like maybe ten years ago. Yeah, and you know it is killing. It's killing the movie industry, and and this goes by show by how like the Oscars and Academy Awards and all the the ratings that's are lower than they football. ever been. Football. Football. Yeah. Yep. Football. Uh, I I want to touch on something about football too, which might flow you that I thought was pretty interesting. But um, stand up comedy is still surviving because here's the thing, it's 
stand-up comics, most comics don't give a shit. The ones who are woke and so sensitive don't really survive in the gigs. You know, the problem is if you're an edgy comic, you're not going to get the Hollywood shit and the TV shit because you've got to be woke in order to get that stuff. So it's a fine line. You have to dance to get the two. So you're either going to have to commit just to being a funny comedian or you're going to commit to being like, a, you know, one of those sensitive woke bastards and make it uncomfortable for everyone, you know. But like people no. who go to comedy shows, like they're, they're victim. They could be easily picked out. If you're sitting in a comedy show and you're offended and you want to make a point and yell out, they're going to rip you apart. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I will say though, even going back to like, sometimes I do hear things and I think it is a little, a little much like, but we're, I don't think, I don't expect them to apologize, but given the, the time it happened, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it was a different era. So saying you apologize for something you said in 1985 seems a little ridiculous, right? But sure. like when I, I remember watching, you know, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's, you know, classic stand-up special, you know, from the 80s, you know, he's got the red, you know what I'm talking about. What's yeah, the name exactly. of that one? Yeah, I, I, I don't know the name. I know exactly. But he, he went on about, like, he's like, oh, the first, like, five, ten minutes, he's talking about, I don't want any faggots looking at my ass. Like, he's just bitching about gay yeah. people. Yeah. And I, even, I thought that was, like, I know back then that was, there was, like, a whole thing of homophobia. And maybe that was, what, but I was like, oh, man, like, oof, that's, that's a tough one to swallow. But I wouldn't apologize for it. Like, I'm looking at a list right now of comedians who have apologized yeah. for things. And it's like, dude, don't apologize. You're enabling these people to, like, just keep fucking like, now, rant, you know? The one comedian I do say who needed to apologize and there was Michael Richards on his rant. Because that wasn't even telling a joke. That was just insulting a guy in the audience for no reason. dropping, Calling the N-word over and over and over again. Yeah, it wasn't even part of a joke. No, yeah, it just... Yeah. Guy heckled him and he just lost his mind and was ripping him. So that I could see, but like if you're telling a joke in some kind of context, it's like a little bit offensive. I mean, any funny joke is going to be somewhat offensive to someone. Otherwise, it's not going to be funny. And yeah. you know, if you're just being mean, then like you're just being a dick, and everyone's going to agree that you're just a fucking dick and you shouldn't be saying that stuff. But if you're just telling jokes and it's under the context of like comedy, then like you kind of shouldn't apologize because you're doing your job and. If someone's going to be bitching about that, then they really shouldn't go to the comedy show because it's a free country. And if you don't like it, you can just leave, you know, yeah. fucking annoying as hell. But um, so back on stereotype and type stuff, the NFL just came off an apology, apology the other day. And I'll be seeing this or not. So apparently, and I, I didn't believe this to be actually a true story, but I've seen a bunch of sources. Um, when they would evaluate if a player should get any money from head injuries, right? They would give you a test. So you have, you take a, you get, you take a, a test going into the NHL, NFL, rather. Kind of like an IQ test, right? Yeah. And then they were given players like an IQ test or some kind of test to like examine their heads, like when they wanted to put in the claim for the head injury stuff. The whatever CT, like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And basically they would take the difference of the two tests. And if it was a significant difference of like skills and motor skills and stuff like this, you'd be eligible for money. But they were lowering the um, bar for black players so significantly, saying they weren't smarter than they were less smarter than white players. So that when they went to take the test, the number difference was so much smaller. And this is like I'm just paraphrasing exactly what the idea, but this is in a nutshell. This is what they did. So they seemed like basically they were saying they were dumber and them taking the secondary test. Uh, there was no change. They're still dumb. So they don't get any money. It's basically what they were doing. So the NFL came out and apologized and admitted they were doing this. This was something they actually, they admitted, they said, cause uh, they're woke now. So they said we were doing this and I don't know if they got caught because everything that happens in the NFL is very, very hush hush. It's very, very tough for anything to be exposed with those people. Cause they're, they're like the mafia. But it's something with the compensation with, um, with the head injury test and race. And so they came on and apologized. And uh, I don't know what the process is right now, but they do owe probably several hundred players money for what they didn't give them. And it was a difference of money. Like if you were more stupid than you started, like you got like more money. I guess that's basically not saying they're stupid, but in a nutshell, like, the, you know, the score. Yeah, I was just kind of reading about it right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the, the NFL on Wednesday pledged to halt the use of race norming, which assumed black players started yeah. out with lower cognitive function. One billion dollar settlement. Oof. Like, 
<laughs> to me, that's like and now you're dealing with a league that I would say seventy five percent of the players, if not sixty six percent. Oh, of the you fucked up NFL, yeah. Oh, and like you're basically, like, like that's mean. Like I don't understand. Like I understand the NFL is like the mafia, and they like control all, and they can do whatever they want. But yeah. like to have the gal on the balls. Now, to me, they came out with their. They came out by themselves doing this, and no one's no one heard anything about this prior. So to me, either one of the news networks got hold of this information and was going to drop it. So they went ahead of them to That's smart. soften yeah. the blow. Yeah. Or someone, is a, there's a leak inside the NFL and they, you know, something bad was going to happen. So but, to me, it seems very, very weird that like, if you've been doing this for so long, why would you come and admit it? Unless well, you're trying to get woke. I don't know. I'm guessing that would happen because it says right here the standards were created in the 1990s in hopes of offering more appropriate treatment to dementia patients. But the thing is, okay, I bet you some like nerd who like no one thinks of highly who's stuck reading the books all day finances and in the NFL, he's like a low level employee. He was reading yeah. is like, we should really revise this one. And someone yeah. looked at it and was like, oh <laughs> shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we put this in here in like 92. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, no one really did anything about it. And yeah. uh, it's kind of like like prostitution, right? Like who's going to be the guy to legalize it? You know, you don't want to, like, it's something, you know what I mean? It's um, just like in Massachusetts with the drinking laws where they're in like the COVID thing, like where they allowed, you know, to go drinks and stuff to be left the restaurant and everything like that. And, from my recognition, there has been no issues with that. It went smoothly. There was no problems, nothing significant. There was no one getting caught drinking a beverage on their way home by the police, you know. Um, yeah. But, like, on June 15, it all ends because of the emergency. Now, I do know that the state house is doing having some kind of, you know, emergency uh, hearing on keeping some of the COVID stuff going, like the temporary patios and the, the drinks to go thing to keep it to go longer if not you know make it a permanent thing into the uh, legislature but like why would you just take that away it's the stupidest thing so like, you need something to keep that but who's going to be the governor that says i'm going to allow all restaurants just to have to go drinks it's a very weird thing it's like it's like a mayor of a city saying i'm going to allow prostitution yeah. it, new york kind of did that in a sense without doing it so New York allowed prostitution is currently allowing prostitution in New York city. And the reason they get around it is that they don't say prostitution, but what they say is we're not going to arrest people for doing crimes that are considered misdemeanors. So you're basically saying that you can do, you know, prostitution without saying prostitution, but who's going to be the guy that says that, you know what I mean? That's like a, it's a weird thing to make legal even though if it's legal and it's not bothering anyone no one's really gonna think about it just like in las vegas you know what i mean it's kind of like oh yeah no one gets there you think about it you want to know you want to talk weird to make legal well decriminalize oregon pretty much just decriminalized in february all drugs like psychedelics heroin coke everything in oregon now has been decriminalized i heard that yeah it's kind of <laughs> kooky a little bit right it's like, fucked up it's 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 <sighs> That's weird to me. Like, like I don't like I I don't know. Oregon's a weird state, anyways. I know there's a portion of um, there's several counties in Western Oregon that want to separate from the state to join Idaho because they're the more conservative views and stuff like this. And uh, you know, all these states talk about this all the time. Regions of like California splitting and stuff, and, and it's probably not going to happen. But um. But this was a significant amount of people live in that state who don't want to. I'm on board of that, and it was a voted thing, or was it? It was voted by the people, or was it voted by a legislature? Um, go back. Uh, bu- 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 shit, I just lost it. The uh, people voted for that. It seems very odd for people to all universally <laughs> be on board with. Well, Oregon's fucked up anyway. The, the, the founders of Oregon, you know, they wanted a white utopia. If there was ever a state that was designed, that was only in like 1869 too. Like. If there was ever a state, 1859, yeah, that ever wanted to, uh, like, be, you wanted to classify as racist, it would be Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got a guest coming in here from uh, Silhouette, a gentleman's club. Oh, okay. It says, uh, we're going to find out who it is. Someone joining us from the club. Mystery guest. Mystery guest. Whoa. Here we go. Hey. What's going on? Who? Connecting audio. Yeah, it's kind of on. What's it is? Oh boy! Oh boy. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, big guy? 
Hey. Thanks for joining. Uh, who, who, who we have the pleasure to speak to tonight? Joe. My name is Joe. What's up, Joe? How you doing? And you're, hey, uh, you're from down Rhode Island, Silhouettes? Yes, I am. Are you the main guy down there? Uh, I'm not the main guy, but I, I'm the guy. All right. And uh, nice to see you guys open. Did you guys close it all during the pandemic, or did you kind of modify everything? Well, Silhouettes just opened March 4th of this year. Okay. So you were at, right in the middle of everything going on. Yeah, we were renovating during the pandemic. All right. Cause I, I, we, we've, we've been down there before with Silhouettes back at, uh, God, we'll go back down to when it was called uh, Cheetahs back in the uh, late 2000s. Oh, boy, when it was the pink building. Pink building. Then they uh, spray painted it black and white for the uh, Wild Zebra, or what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> I took over. Um, I did see uh, something. That we were looking at the videos and stuff of you guys going on down there. And um, it, was, it was 50 Cent there. Yeah, we had 50 cent on March 13th. Okay, how'd that go? Oh, that was a sellout. That was a yeah. big event. Yes. Cool. Do you guys have the uh, upstairs all done too? Because I know that was closed for a little while. What was the other place? Yeah, upstairs is done with a shower. We got three stages. We redid the whole interior. We got rid of the zebra rug, put all brand new rugs in, got rid of the stench. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's beautiful. Nice, nice. Well, it's good. To, I, I, do you guys still have the, I, I just see some pictures of the plexiglass around the dance floor. Actually, it came down last week. We're oh, back nice. to normal now. We got rid of the fishbowl. So no nice. fishbowl. Uh, uh, people wear a mask still, or is that kind of just like? Nope, masks are gone. We're back to full throttle. Hell yeah. Capacity, everything. You know, so if you are in the greater Rhode Island, if you're in the Boston area, because it's only a 45-minute ride from downtown Boston to get down there, yes. check it out. It's uh, definitely a place to go in the Rhode Island area with many, many times, but we haven't been since it was Silhouettes, so we're going to have to come down there and check it out. Absolutely. It's a New England's premier gentleman's club. We're open Thursday through Sunday, nine at night to close. Okay. So you modify the hours a little bit, which is the other place yes. to be open like 27 days a week, like open at like 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They ran a different type of business than what we have now. That's good. During the, uh, the pandemic, I'm just curious, was there any sort of like anxiety that's like, shit, like what if we can't reopen? Like, I mean, that's a huge hit. You know what I mean? I mean, there must oh, have been a little a bit. Of, yeah, must we have been paying, yeah, we were paying a nut during that pandemic. And, yeah. uh, we we good thing that it opened up and it opened up quickly from the time we opened to where we could go full throttle was like three months so that's good yeah i mean that, that's a that was an industry that at least in massachusetts was last on the list to open and like they they're slowly just opening up here like within the last week or so but i mean i don't know how you maintain because you don't you know most of those they don't sell food you know it's purely you know an entertainment type of venue you know so you're and the girls are all dependent on the people that come in there, you know, and you guys are dependent on the, the, the door sales and the liquor sales and stuff. And if you can't do any of that stuff, then like, how the hell do you survive? You know, without a doubt, it was definitely a tough stretch, but you guys survived. That's good. Yep. We survived and we're thriving and I can't wait to see the Audi 84 show. Come on down with silhouettes. I got a VIP waiting for you. I got, oh, the, yeah. most, I got the most beautiful lineup of ladies anywhere in New England. Don't threaten us with a good time. I mean, we'll take you up on that up with that uh, that invite. Absolutely. If you, you wanna, guys ever want to do a show from there, that'd be phenomenal. We full funny you said that. So we were uh, actually once, uh, probably within the next month, we're going to do a monthly show live on the road. Um, so yeah, if you uh, give us permission to do that and set up, we could do a live stream right there, and uh, that'd be good. It'd That's be great. huge. We just are you. I don't know if you guys know Claudia Jordan. She's from Rhode Island. She used to be on The Prices Right. Deal or no deal. Yeah, yeah. Sounds she familiar. just was. She was there uh, this past Friday, and she's got a, a podcast on Fox Soul, and she did her show live from uh, from Silhouettes Friday night. Oh, sweet, oh, sweet. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. well, it's definitely, definitely, we'll look into it. It's it's it's, it's kind of like our show. We have uh, we've had porn stars on here. We had strippers on here. We like to talk to. We've had politicians. All, yeah, we've had, yeah, politicians. yeah, we've had everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sure all types a of bunch people. of hustlers. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, right. And they all enjoy a nice gentleman's club every once in a while. Yeah. Alrighty, now we just need to get a politician with a porn star at the same time on the show. Now that that's yeah, that would be. Well, you should definitely be able to find one in New England. <laughs> I'm sure. sure 
I'm sure you see him come to the door of your place. You just don't say absolutely. <laughs> the one thing about your place is when you pull into the parking lot, there's a lot of Massachusetts plates there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's the combat zone. There you go. What you want to tell everyone where you guys located your address and everything? Yeah, we're at 245 Allen's Ave in Providence, right off of 95, less than a minute off 95, exit 18. Very convenient. We painted the building. It's brand new paint. It's a nice beige color. We got um, LED lights all across the roof. Nice. Lighting up the sky. Yep. There you go. Now all you do is get Allen's Avenue paved so you don't have to go off-road. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that road sucks. It's like you, you go, it's like you blow, you're like, you're, you're muffling. You're going down over the train tracks now there. <laughs> Absolutely. You know that street well, it sounds like. Yeah, well, I used to, I had a job, uh, a job site. I was down the street from there and I had to go down Allen's Avenue like four times a week. And every time you go down there, it was like I was going off road. And then, <laughs> maybe we could help. Maybe we could make a plea to the uh, town of uh, the city of Providence to, you know, help clean that up a little bit over there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Be a long time coming. Awesome, Joe. Well, thank you for joining us again. Uh, that's, uh, Silhouettes in Providence, Rhode Island. What was, and what days and times you guys open again? We're open Thursday through Sunday, 9 p.m. to close. There you go, 9 p.m. Yep. So, Joe, awesome, man. Thanks yes. for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for popping in. Thank you, guys. You have a great night. I still will hit you. We'll send you up on our Instagram uh, for some information, too, from uh, some future uh, adventures. Absolutely. Please come and join us. I'd love to have you guys as company. Awesome. Sounds good, man. Rock and roll. Yo, here. Still a Westwood Island. Have a good night, brother. Thank you. That was that was great. Just pops in, talks a little yeah. bit, just hangs out. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I contacted them. Uh, we were going to the Instagram of people that uh, follow us, and we follow them, see if they want to come on. It was a nice little, little infomercial right there. I do like I'm that idea. From the live stream, I think that'd be pretty interesting. You know, right from the up one of the tables, you know. Yeah, I'm about to send you a text uh, of, of a photo. I'm, I haven't sent it yet. Uh, yeah. I know one of our friends who would enjoy the uh, VIP experience down there. You know what? If you're gonna tell, no, he can't come. Fuck him. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's gonna ruin it. He's gonna no, no. You know what we do? We tell him the day we the day of as we're going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, oh, by the way, you want to come? So you're like, oh, I gotta work. You can't get out of it. You know what I mean? He hasn't. He, oh God, fuck that. He's just be miserable eventually. <laughs> I wasn't sure where, where Joe was at first. He had that velvet back to him. You know, like it was like the like a backdrop. Oh, he's just laying in bed. It yeah. was like a bed. Yeah. I was like, oh, I thought he was like at the club or something like that. But uh, yeah, there you go. It's so I like the I cleaned up the smell. It did have an interesting when it was the old place. They have a unique uh. Aroma. Well, I'm, I'm assuming they've done some upgrades since then because the photo I'm about to send you looks very scary. I just you open your look at your phone. <laughs> it's oh, like, it you... looks like it's in a in a mill. Like it, it was. <laughs> oh, what do you still look like? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm hoping they renovate it. It does not look good. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the picture you just sent me. It's whether it was the wild but that's what it looked like when it was cheetahs too. But except the building was painted purple. Small. Right. Yeah, and it's weird because like. The, you know, obviously there's windows upstairs that are like boarded off, right? They they don't use them. That upstairs is like, the, it was their sports bar type place. They had pool tables and stuff up there and a couple of stages and everything. But like, I gotta tell you, it was a dingy place. It looks like he that he cleaned it up or him him and his crew cleaned it up significantly than what it was um, back, you know, 20, 15 years ago when I popped in there for the first time down in that area. And it was, we got the smell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just chill, he's laying in his bed. He's like, you know, night off, you know. So he said Thursday, what did he say? Thursday to Sunday they're open, nine to closing. It started to bog out. Did, yeah. did you get that? Yeah. He either said Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Thursday to Sunday, but definitely weekends. Nine o'clock. Yeah. So they don't open until nine o'clock. Which the people who really don't want to be people go to a strip club before it gets dark out. You know what I mean? It's no yeah, really weird. It's weird. You know, nothing's really like me and me and Danger Powers, uh, one summer, we used to go to the Banana every Wednesday at three o'clock in the afternoon, after golf. And uh, I gotta tell you, you some season. It's it's not so much the girls dancing because most of those girls are there all day. It's so so much the people that go there. You got a lot of older people that like will go there, like a lot of old men for the brunch. You know, they get there before they go and get their uh, four o'clock dinner. 
I, I would definitely need a pair of headphones for that one because there's going to be music in the background. And fucking- so the away setup we're going to be doing is when I'm investing in the headphones with the microphone that comes off. So it's like one piece. So we don't have like the one I have. have. I have that. Yeah, it's basically when I'm going to use something like that and then have um, maybe three of them just so we can bring someone on and, uh, you know, yeah. kind of crop it off very well. I got to run it off the laptop. It's a few, I mean, it's not hard to do. It's just a matter of making it so I could use the camera. I want to use the camera I'm using for this and just take it apart and go there and plop it up and stuff. Like this. But yeah, I think, sure. uh, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. I, I like that idea. Maybe uh, I'm once, once I'm, I'm game. again, Set it up. Hey, we don't have to do it on a, I mean, obviously not open on Wednesday. We could do it like on a Friday or like, you know, yeah. we, we can pick a day to do it. We, we go can, right from work down there. Yeah. We'll take a little field trip. Maybe we could bring a, bring Noel with us, you know, a little, little Noel. <laughs> It could be our, our uh, uh, um, uh, entree, entree, what the fuck is where I'm saying? Entree, entourage. Entourage. There you go. Oh, God, first day speaking English. Tough for me. Um, yeah. But we roll up in a crew with the VIP. You know what I mean? It's funny. It's like 50 Cent and me. Me and 50 Cent should really be friends because. I'm starting I to think you got a thing for him. I'm starting to worry oh, about you. I told you the time. I told you the time that he bought me a beer after the Super Bowl yes. back in 2012. Yes. We, I, and I ran into him where at all places, a strip club in Indianapolis called the Red Gata. And we we're sitting there after the Patriots lost, and 50 Cent came in with his posse. And he seen us a bunch of Patriots fans sitting, you know, at a table. And he sent us over around a beers. And then he gave the old head bob. And, you know, yeah, 50 bought these for you. And then he left. He was out as fast as he was in. And then um, I ran in. I was at the same hotel 50 Cent was in two weeks ago. He was staying in the hotel. He was at the pool party. Just missed him by minutes. Um, So, yeah, that's a close counter right there. And then here we go. He was he opened up the strip club when it opened up uh, a few months ago. So. You know, it, it, me and 50 are destined to, like, be buddies. You know what I mean? And we both have a um, uh, shared dislike for Chelsea Hanla, you know? Well, he only hates her because, like, she threw him to the curb. They, after they used to fuck. So. Yeah. And, well, she said something about – she also mentioned – she said some um, something about he only wanted to date her because she was white as well. So, I guess that would be fetishizing, perhaps? Yep. That's it. There it is right there. By definition? Yep. Which is probably not true. I think 50 Cent just wants to date hot chicks. I mean, who wouldn't if you were 50 Cent, right? So, you know. What can I say? You know, we summed it all up. We had a nice little uh, cameo from Joe from Silhouettes down in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island, Allen's Avenue. Check it out online. I'm sure some of the, uh, some of our, that's a lot of our uh, clientele that watch our show uh, do uh, probably enjoy strip clubs as much as they enjoy the porn stars that come on the show as well. So, there you go. We are, in fact, booked through the month of, um, of June for guests and into early July. So each week we'll be having a guest coming in. Um, the Bruins, by the way, are losing 3-1 to one right now at the uh, middle of the second period. So uh, things are looking very grim for the Bruins right now. So just keep that in mind. We won't be talking about them next week. Um, yeah, that's right. we're about to round off the show here. Sorry if you're watching the beginning of the stream where we got cut off. Uh, thanks to Comcast with the uh, weekly 7 o'clock dump out on the ID84 show. We understand that. But, uh, Mr. Mallet, anything going on with you? Not much. You can always check out the Worm and Potato. You know, it's always there. Oh. Working on stuff. Whenever. <laughs> oh, Ice is completely melted. Oh, oh shit, yeah. look at that. Gone. And the, and the temperature of the, of the water has risen somewhat, too. So it's still a little cold. But it is uh, definitely very hot up here. And you guys, I hope you guys appreciate us sweating it out for the show for you guys. Uh, we do it because we love you, you know. Um, sure. And as for me, you can check out the uh, Wicked Explorers on YouTube. We hit a 310 subscribers. We're very excited about that. Um, and also, uh, DJ ID84 show. Get us on uh, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and all that's dandy. And uh, it's Bars are open in Massachusetts, so uh, if you need a DJ, I am putting myself out there. We sent out a bunch of emails uh, early this week um, inquiring what's going on, because I'm sure there's a lot of places striving, dying for DJs because a lot of them are out of work or they took other professions up. So we're going full-blown, full steam ahead this summer here. So And we'll be bringing the show on the road as well. So 
we'll, you'll be seeing plenty of us and hearing plenty of us, whether you like it or not. We'll be, we'll be tearing that shit up. Tearing that shit up. Again, I want to thank Joe from Silhouettes for joining us late in the show tonight um, in his place down in Rhode Island. And uh, all of you who watch the show live, we appreciate it. And those who watch it uh, later on, we also appreciate that. So uh, we'll see you guys later. Stay cool. Stay cool. Bye. Bye.